0: Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, episode 207. This week, VJ Melissa, and I talk about all the dining venues now serving alcohol at Walt Disney World, plus if we think that bringing back experiences like Electronica or Mad Tea Party would be a good idea, plus we talk about an article that ranked the Disney princesses in what they called Most Worthless to Most Powerful. Um, yeah, we didn't agree with that either at least how that was phrased but we give our own take on the article with our own rankings plus we give our opinion on who should be crowned the next official disney princess more info and our list can be found over at podcateers.com 207 and if you would like to join the conversation regarding this or any of the things that we talk about leave a comment on facebook instagram or on twitter just search for podcateers and let us know what you guys think Plus, you can find us on YouTube. We're at youtube.com slash and youtube.com slash Disney42. Head on over, check out our videos, and if you haven't yet done so, we'd love it if you took a moment to subscribe, and be sure to ring that little bell icon for alerts when new videos are posted. If you shop on Amazon, we have a great way for you to help out the podcast. The next time that you order something or need to order something, head on over to podcateers.com slash Amazon. On that page you're going to find a really large amazon button that when you click on it will take you to amazon just like you were going to go anyway but doing this first gives us a small commission from your next purchase as a thank you from amazon because we mentioned them on the podcast and you went through our link uh like i said it's a great way to support the podcast with a few extra clicks and to everyone that's doing that thank you so much for your contribution Plus, this episode of Podcateers is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. We call those listeners our podcast fairy godparents, but they've called themselves the FGP squad. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can find out more information by going to podcateers.com FGP. You can give as little or as much as you want monthly, but if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 per month, you will also get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. Uh, Any of our Fairy Godparents have access to exclusive content via Patreon, and we will be posting more stuff on there soon. Uh, So to all of our podcast Fairy Godparents, thank you very much for your support. Finally, if you're new to the podcast, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to hang with us. If you're looking for our personal links, check out podcateers.com slash team. Or if you want to know a little bit more about us, check out episode 190, where we officially introduce our new team. So here we go. This is episode 207 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. So, uh, is your uh, sports game done, DJ? we get to go now?
1: Yes, the Warriors won in overtime.
0: Now, is that the home team you were rooting for, like Go Team Go style?
2: No, that's the team you want to root for
0: right the now
1: Warriors?
2: Yeah, I don't like LeBron.
1: How can you not like LeBron? You know what? Nope. I'm not a big LeBron fan, but <laughs> I mean, you can't he's he's a beast. You have to watch like he's if, blue I mean, if, and stuff, like he's an mm-hmm. X-Men. Yep, he could hang upside oh. down and he's a mutant. <laughs> I have a
2: soft spot for beasts, sorry.
0: <laughs> or he, <laughs> he hangs out with Bell and on. <laughs>
1: Maybe. He sings really well at um, Hollywood Theater, too. Interesting. Um, (laughs) There's a Netflix documentary called The Game. I just watched it when I was driving back from San Francisco. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't worry, the five is just straight. There's (laughs) cruise control, watch some Netflix. So while
0: you were in the passenger seat driving home, you were watching this documentary, right?
1: Oh, no, my Tesla drives itself.
0: Oh, got it! <laughs> Remember,
1: assisted mode, not autopilot. Right, chameleon eyes, one on the one on the TV. That's right, road. that's right, um, Pascal. But it's a good documentary because it's it follows him from high school, and and his teammates and how they're still best friends and everything. So you should watch it. I got a little bit more respect for him, but yeah, he's not my favorite basketball player, but he is. You can He's great. You know. He just scored 50 points, and they still Whoa. lost.
0: <laughs> how do you think uh, LeBron's popularity <laughs> compares to Kobe's popularity and how people like spit that hate at each of them? Like, Who do you think did more for the game and still was more hated?
1: Oh, Jordan, for sure. He Jordan wasn't even got... in the question, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like Jordan is the one that changed the game. But if you watch Kobe's game versus Michael's, there's actually a cool video on YouTube. I have to send it to Mm -hmm. you where it starts it starts off with Michael dribbling and he's slashing to the hoop. And then it just like juxtaposes into Kobe and he's doing the exact same move. And it's not just one or two plays. It's like a whole five minute video of all these plays, like everywhere from the elbow, from the three pointer, from everything. It's crazy. He like copied everything.
0: So he essentially learned from I want to see that.
1: What is that? Huh? Oh no, he essentially he, learned from him. He gained everything from Jordan from the way he oh, yeah. looks at basketball games, the way he just like he's competitive versus everybody. The one thing I don't like about <laughs> basketball now is everybody's buddy-buddy.
0: Buddy. <laughs> oh, I thought that you were going to say that it's fixed like boxing.
1: <laughs> no, everybody's like buddy-buddy like, "Hey, we just beat you in the finals, but like, hey, let's go to, you know, the club, get some VIP bottles and pop them and blah 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 but you know <laughs> um Topped the
0: champagne together nice <laughs> hey man the champagne is the participation trophy
1: don't even get me started on that <laughs> I, I i do not like how kids these days get participation trophies or you know it's like yeah and uh, there's no competitive spirit in sports from kids it's like oh okay yeah here you go i just stood in right field and was on my phone and i still get a trophy <laughs> that's nice Lynette is really big
0: on board games, and I'm—I don't like board games. There's very few that I can sit down and actually play, but uh, the kids like to play with her, you know. So they'll pick board game, they'll play for a little while, and especially our youngest, we're trying to teach him how to be a gracious loser, because otherwise he'll just throw a tantrum. It's like you always win, I never win. It's like, dude. <laughs> You get better. You keep practicing. That's how you you have to learn from it. You need to keep playing. And so I think the lesson of, you know, learn to be a gracious loser, learn from your mistakes, move forward is one that I'm really trying to push onto each of them. And sometimes people look at me like, you're being too hard on your kids. It's like, no, they need to learn these lessons so that they can survive in the real world
1: later. Exactly. (laughs) If they get participation, like, oh, here you go. Here's this little star sticker just for coming out. I mean, no one's ever going to advance. I don't think you're ever going to get those Steve Jobs like, oh, you're telling me I can't do it? I'll show you, you know.
0: Well, that's that's, the thing. I mean,
1: think of, you know, years from now.
0: if, If they were out for a job... And there was a bunch of kids going out for the same job. Like, let's say straight out of high school, they're getting some intern position or whatever. They're going to go with the people that want it more, that know more, that are really competitive for the spot. They're not going to say like, well, you weren't as good as this other guy, but here's this other job position just for showing up, buddy. Right. It it doesn't work like that. They're going to pay the guy that's better at what they're hiring for. And so if they're two years old, three years old, you know, you start weaning them into that competitive spirit. But, yeah, it's one value that I want to make sure that my kids learn and that we're trying to teach them. You know, when Lynette plays with them, it's something she really tries to hammer into them. Like, you don't always win. You know, sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. But if you don't win, you're last.
1: (laughs) You know? That's after Lynette going, Ooh, in your face, it burns, doesn't it? <laughs> the truth
0: hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's more me. <laughs> Winner,
1: loser. <laughs> I'm my just waiting for so the day.
0: Mean. I'm waiting for the day where I'm going to start showing them like Talladega Nights and everything and have my kids team up on me. It's like, yeah, shake and bake and start beating dad. <laughs> I'm going to
1: be all over you like a spider monkey. <laughs> He's hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: dude, speaking of being hopped up on Mountain Dew, I uh, are you guys having anything to drink right now?
2: Water, Water. yeah. Ugh.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Kirkland Signature Purified Water. <laughs> Hashtag not really a sponsor.
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but all day I've just been craving a beer. And my brother had brought me this Firestone beer uh, that has some, like, mocha and chocolate notes in it. And it was delicious when I first had it. And I was looking through the fridge, and I saw that I have one more can left. And I saw it this morning. And all day, it's been in my head. And I kept thinking, well, maybe when we start recording. And I got home. Haven't eaten dinner yet. And I thought, well, I guess I'll just wait until after because then I can have it with my dinner and then I can just right. relax after. So let's get this going, guys, because I want me my beer. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> uh, part of the reason I was bringing it up was because I don't know if you guys saw, but Walt Disney World now is offering alcoholic drinks pretty much at every single restaurant on the resort. Finally. Yeah, is this a good thing, BJ? Like, you guys go pretty often. I mean, we see it here at California Adventure. Uh, How how big of a deal is it, and is it a game changer for people that are visiting the parks, or is is it just going to raise the amount of people that raise a ruckus in
1: the parks? Mm, I don't think it would be that much of an issue because what they they just added the last the final last three restaurants that weren't serving alcohol and it's just beer and wine correct right so beer and wine's not that i mean unless you're a lightweight who just oh i just sniffed the pinot noir and now i'm just so wasted no i don't i don't think you get that forget <laughs> so the funny. only the only one only park i really care about is disneyland as long as it's just club 33 and you can't drink you know anywhere else besides club 33 then cool if you want to drink Go to downtown Disney or go across to California Adventure. But I don't. Right. You know, I think it's more the problems are more of the like mad tea party type parties. You know, when they really Mm. can't regulate on. Oh, hey, you could get to alcoholic beverages with your wristband and your ID. Okay, cool. Thank you. Pass to underage person. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody starts drinking and then it's hard. It's harder to. To supervise that, you know, yeah, because they're all moving around, dancing, and then, yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's a big issue for the parks, you know, if people and it. I think it goes on to the cast member when they're serving alcohol, and if they have to make the executive decision, like, okay, I think my customer or guest had a little bit too much, you know. Yeah. Maybe they're lightweights. Maybe they mixed it with medication or whatever the case is. But they should have a good rule of like, oh, okay, probably shouldn't uh, serve them their fifth beer or right. whatever, you know? So uh, to me, if they're if the cast members are doing the job, then it shouldn't be a big deal. That's mm. to me.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair.
1: And it's more money in Disney's pocket, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wanted to point out what you had said, and we talked about this earlier, about Club 33, how they're finally going to open that in Florida. But you could get beer anywhere so it's not it's not like disneyland where that's the only place you could get it right yeah so it's kind of weird that they're gonna do that they're gonna allow that if it's just beer and wine okay fine but if it's mixed alcohol drinks that may be a little bit of a problem if they ever step to that you know in that way
0: do you guys think that Walt Disney World is regulated a little more loosely than Disneyland is when it comes to things like this? Primarily because it's more of a destination for right. family vacations than Disneyland?
1: I would agree with that.
2: It's more touristy, that's for sure. It doesn't cater to locals. So maybe for those who are visiting, I mean, they want to make the best out of their their experience. so. That I could understand why.
0: Yeah. When I think of the reason, I mean, other than more money, like you said, VJ, I think a lot of it has to do with proximity, right? Because if you think of Disneyland proper and how far away it is from California Adventure, you're a hop, skip, and a jump from getting an alcoholic beverage at what will now be, what's the Cove Bar going to be called now? The Lamplight Pixar Lounge?
1: Lamplight Lounge? Yeah. yeah.
0: The Lamplight, yeah. So... At any point, or even in downtown Disney, right? The proximity or yeah, or Carthay, the proximity of the venues where you can get an alcoholic beverage before you walk back into Disneyland is minutes away. Where heading from Magic Kingdom to Disney Springs or Epcot or Animal Kingdom, I mean it's it's more than just a few steps and a few minutes away, right? Because you gotta right. take a ferry, you gotta drive, you gotta do all these things just to get to the next park so it makes sense that they would want to do this because not everybody can go to the other parks going back to what you talked about uh with like Matt tea party and stuff like that i know when we thought of our concept days you had mentioned something like oh disney date night or prom night or something Mm -hmm. like that where we all dress up over 21 do you think they would ever want to do like a mad tea party again but regulate it to over 21 like in stage 19 or in the back or do you think that it's too family friendly club style that they want all ages to enjoy something
1: like that it'd be cool if there was a club 21 and over but i don't see how that would work even at dca
2: i will say this there was no mad tea issues when electronica was happening we didn't have people doing all that stuff. You didn't have that. Right. You had your club scene. It was clean. You got your alcohol, whatever. You danced. I never felt an issue like when they had tea I didn't like the atmosphere because it became like this Rave. club gathering <laughs> where yeah. everyone was gathering by, you know, this certain corner and it I kind of felt uncomfortable. Like I didn't no, want was, to be there. It
1: was. It almost felt like a turf war at that point. But Yeah, then it also, I didn't like that. To me, at that point, social media was getting big, um, bigger. I should yeah. say. And during Electronica, I don't think there was that many pa- um, annual pass holders at that time, too. Yeah. You know. So I think when annual pass holders, there was more coming in, and then with social clubs, and then. Because, oh, last year when I was here at Electronica, this is a cool place to hang out. And they have the live bands. Then they have those groupies for the live bands. And then,
2: yeah, you know, do. it's.
1: I think it's just one thing after another. And it became such a problem. Like, I avoided Mad T, except for the last day. And then, you know, I was like, I just want to see it one last time. And we were hanging out in a corner where it was just watching the bands, you know, and just seeing the characters. But, yeah, there was... There was too many people who who thought it was the cool, the quote unquote, cool thing, you know, and yeah. that's all they did was just mad tea. Like, all right. <laughs> but I
0: think it became that cool thing to do because of what we just said. Right. The age right. restriction was a huge thing because mm-hmm. most clubs won't let you in until you're 21. And for Matt, T, you had the club environment. But you didn't have to be 21. You could be any age and enjoy it. Plus, they had alcohol, so it it catered to all the ages. Just like Electronica, like you said, Mel, it didn't seem to have those problems for everything that you guys just said. No social media, you know, stuff like that. And it wasn't the cool thing to do, right? By the time that Mad T came around, like, even your parents could hang out with you. Mm -hmm. And with Electronica, it was still kind of on the DL where – like kids could go without their parents and they're like, Oh, what's that loud music? Like, eh But <laughs> by the time Matt T came around, they were playing some of those older songs to cater to the older demographic older people, yeah. that they knew. Right? all these songs that a younger audience wouldn't necessarily know, but they liked the whole band scene and you know, the the fact that they were there watching a band live. So yeah, it would be interesting to see them do something like that again because I mean, quite honestly, I enjoyed both of them. I didn't hang around there for the entire set. I think I there was only two times where I ever actually hung out at Matt T. Once was because I was trying to get video, and the second time was because I was trying to get photos. Mm-hmm. Oh, three times, sorry, because there was one time during the – when they were doing the Frozen thing where they had, like, the ice falling and everything. When uh, Freeze the Night? When Freeze the Night, yeah, when Wendy was spinning yeah. as the White Rabbit – I would go just to get pictures of all of that. So there was two, like three times that I remember where I, I know I have photos and video of that, but what do you think the a theme would be if they did that? Like a good theme would be like electronic was great. Matt T. What do you think would fit the bill?
1: Hmm. What movies are coming out? Yeah, that's <laughs> aha. Pixar fest. <laughs> um... <laughs> you know what? Um...
0: Let's ask the listeners. I think they can come yeah. up with something good. So, if you guys could replicate uh, an electronica or Matt Tea Party like scene at California Adventure, what would you theme it as?
2: Okay, so I would like to see. I just came up to my head, but a Wreck It Ralph type of thing. So it's like Wreck-It you're Ralph in. Would be great.
1: That's a good one.
2: The computer world or something like. I just want electronica back. <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I just
1: want the just... <laughs> light cycle. That's all I
0: want.
2: Please. <laughs> It was the greatest thing. Styled atmosphere. It was perfect. Yeah. They could always bring it to Tomorrowland. And I'm sure Gavin would agree. Mm. <laughs>
1: I liked how they, in Electronica, they used all of Hollywood land. Not yeah. just the back lot area. Yeah. So. Did you
2: ever get to see when they had, like, the blue laser popping in and out at certain times?
1: Oh. Throughout no. the whole street? I think so, yeah. And it went just completely down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I was like, what the heck is going on? When the Frisbee mm-hmm. people were throwing the disc, Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. And they actually hired professional Frisbee people. I'm like, that is pretty insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. I'm you know what?
0: Let's just bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a- I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to agree with you, Mel. Let's just bring back. It was awesome. Flynn's Arcade, <laughs> everything. Yeah. I mean, look, you can bring <laughs> Flynn's Arcade back into uh, Interventions because once Galaxy's Edge opens, they're pushing all the Star Wars stuff out there. At least that's what we're hoping for. And you just make Tomorrowland Wally en tron themed. The whole
2: thing. <laughs>
1: Wally and tron
2: For real. Yeah, they'll we'll
1: make it work. They'll <laughs> make it work. We could, look. It's It'll all about fit the synergy, perfectly. Right? <laughs> and just make it a one drink per ID. I think would alleviate so much for security.
0: Nah. I think if they do it in, in Disneyland, I don't think it would have alcoholic drinks. I feel that outside of Club 33, Disneyland will stay pure like that. I don't think they'll serve And that's alcohol. fine. Yeah.
2: Just give me the, the atmosphere. And that's yeah. what
1: Walt wanted,
0: that's... right? Uh, Sure. I mean, but Walt enjoyed want... a, a good alcoholic <laughs> beverage. No, but he that. wanted
1: it to be a dry, dry theme park, right?
0: I'm really hoping they don't have anything in Galaxy's Edge. Like, other than Bill I don't think milk, that's going to happen. Yeah. So. No. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to jump into a couple of other things. But first of all, I want to read a listener comment from episode 202. If you guys remember, back in 202, we were discussing whether or not, like, Shuri was a superhero. What kind of define, you know, that was our, our debate, right? Mm-hmm. And so listener Chris left a comment on the website and it reads, I vote that Shuri is definitely a superhero. She is canonically super intelligent, (laughs) supposedly smarter than even Tony Stark. She helps fight for her country in the final Black Panther battle. And she's a Disney princess. Shh, let me have that fantasy. Also, having a movie (laughs) is not a good qualification as being a superhero. See Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, when we first met him, Vision, Black Widow, Hawkeye, etc. Just try to convince me Okoye Uh, Okoye is not a superhero. Her power? Super done with everyone. Top three (laughs) heroes? Loki, a tie between Agent Carter and Doctor Strange, and three, a tie between Okoye and Agent Coulson so yeah first of all chris thank you very (laughs) much for leaving those comments on the website we appreciate you taking the time to do that and i think that's kind of where we landed right that shuri is definitely a superhero i think vj are you still the only one that disagrees with that
1: (laughs) i guess so (laughs) 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 i mean some good points right like black widow she does she doesn't have a movie and yeah black widow doesn't have a movie yet Hawkeye, I mean, come on, that's like me and you shooting bone arrows just really well. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, yeah, kind of, uh, right?
1: Yeah, she has. She's smarter than Tony, supposedly. Um, has all the tech and everything, but she just didn't go, she didn't really battle. Yeah, she shot lasers, pew, pew, out of her, her little bracelets, but I don't know. She, I don't know. She, she was behind a, uh, in the car, t- not really. You know, while driving, but she she hasn't really gone to battle in my eyes. Black Widow, everybody, she said yes. They've they've gotten punched in the face. Shuri has not.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. She fell down what? the steps. Well, I don't think she had bracelets. We don't, we don't even. I'm pretty sure she had like <laughs> those Thundercats Lion-O claw shield things. <laughs> like that's what she was shooting that energy from. <laughs> like all she needed was the Eye of Thundera. I was gonna say if she and, had like... the Eye of Thundera, then cool, whatever,
1: you know.
2: <laughs> i was gonna say black panther wouldn't have been able to get where he was in that car scene if she weren't to be driving it
1: um have you seen him run in civil war i'm pretty sure We're he is just as fast as the, the Audis. so
0: but it also but it, was yet, all the tech it didn't that came happen from in, her, the, in his
2: movie <laughs> she did it for him
1: she, she's like an upgraded version of uh ned <laughs> The man behind no. the computer. <laughs> no. no.
0: <laughs> because Ned is more of a sidekick. I and know. there is nothing sidekick <laughs> about Shuri. Well exactly. l- we'll
1: see in the next Avengers or in the next True. Black Panther. True. Until she puts on a suit, <laughs> until she like takes that flower and takes away the Black Panther um strength and everything. I mean she's yeah, she's just like Tony Stark, but I want her to really be in a battle.
0: That I think battle that's we're in see that. she
1: was hiding behind stuff, like, yeah, she, i really want her to get punched in the face to really be like hey i earned my i earned my, like, stars I earned earned stri- my stripes like, right? yeah like dude i just got i just fought that big i just fought the hulk <laughs> something like she was like uh-oh did
2: but didn't she get knocked down by killmonger
0: yeah she did she did get smacked by killmonger
2: yes she did
1: um, but Twice. did she get back up? Ah. She did. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> I
0: don't know.
1: I have to watch the movie again. I don't remember that part.
0: Oh, man. Good point. Good point. Well, real battle.
1: I want a real battle. <laughs> I want the battle a real of real battle was real. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't even know if she has survived. So, she didn't go online and take that. Did Thanos kill me?
0: Oh I know. I wish she would have and posted it on her social media because then we'd know if she was okay for Avengers Four and Black Panther two when it comes out. uh so anyway uh chris again thank you very much if you guys have any comments on anything that we talk about in any of the episodes you can leave us a comment in the blog post for each of those episodes on facebook or on instagram you can even shoot us a message on twitter or send an email to comments at podcateers.com we'd love to hear what you guys have to say and speaking of which we are planning on doing a Q&A episode of Podcateers. So if there's any questions that you guys want to ask regarding the parks or you know, tips for certain things, like you're going on your first trip, whatever it is, send us your questions. We're going to start to collect those, and we're going to start putting that episode together soon. Any of the methods, like I said, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the website, email, whatever you want. Smoke Signals, if that helps you uh, (laughs) telepathically homing (laughs) pigeons i mean if you have your own head wig that's cool uh it's up to you but however you want to get us the message if you see us in the parks (laughs) you know ask us the question and we'll make note of it and we'll make sure to to have it for the next episode
1: i will say this though i think shuri i i believe shuri is a disney princess though
0: (laughs) so i'm glad that you brought that up there was an article in Screen Rant not too long ago that was, and I think it was worded a little harshly, but the article essentially ranked the Disney princesses from most powerful to worthless.
1: <laughs>
0: and I think the phrasing, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're worthless. That's maybe a little mean spirited, but when it comes to like battles and stuff like that, obviously some are going to be more equipped than the others right and so when screen rant put their list together it was a little interesting because for starters disney only officially recognizes 11 characters as part of the official disney princess line if you guys don't know the official disney princesses in order of kind of how they came to be from the classic era we have snow white cinderella and aurora and then from the renaissance we have Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas and Mulan, and then from the modern era we have Tiana, Rapunzel and Merida. In the Screen Rant article, they incorporated some additional characters that aren't part of that lineup, for instance Anna, Vanellope von Schweetz, Il- I I I I Ilang-wee? Is that how you say it? I, I always mess up her name. Alongwe? I I you know what? I'm not sure either. I think when she introduces herself, she says, uh, I'm We. So <laughs> I'm almost positive. That's how you say it. Correct me. I don't know. I mean, if this is going <laughs> to turn into that <laughs> whole Calliope thing, then <laughs> let it. But I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. They also incorporate Kida, Moana, Elsa, which is weird because she's a queen. But mm-hmm. more importantly, in anticipation of the Fox deal... They also incorporated Anastasia. Their ranking from, uh, I guess, from lack of a better term, uh, what, what do they call it, most useless? Uh, oh, worthless, uh, to most <laughs> you know, powerful was, uh, in the 18th spot, Aurora, Snow White, Cinderella, Ariel, Pocahontas, Anna, Vanellope, Jasmine, Ilongwe, Belle, Anastasia, Tiana, Kida, Moana, Elsa, Merida, Rapunzel, and Mulan. So that's their ranking. They call Mulan the most powerful princess in the Disney stable. We thought it would be fun to do our own ranking and then kind of see where we land in our top three. Uh, Mel, do you want to get us kicked off on this subject?
2: Sure. You want me to tell you my top.
0: Why don't you read off your eleven, and then we'll talk about your top three,
1: starting with number eleven. Yeah, start. Let's go backwards. (laughs) Eleven,
2: which hurts because she's my favorite princess, and I did agree. Aurora, she's the bottom, so she's eleven. Ten is Snow White. Nine is Ariel. Eight is Cinderella. Seven is Belle. Six is Jasmine. And then you have Pocahontas, Merida, Rapunzel, Tiana, and Mulan.
0: Oh, interesting. My list is very different. Vijay, do you want to read your list next?
1: Yeah. Number 11, because she's sleeping on the job always, is Aurora. (laughs) (laughs) Snow White is number 10. Cinderella, number 9. Number 8 is Belle. Pocahontas at number 7. 6, I have Tiana. Tiana. Five, I have Rapunzel. Four, I have Ariel. Number three is Jasmine. Number two is Merida. And number one is Mulan.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: So my list from 11 to one are
0: Aurora. I think we all agreed on that one. And I think Mm. we all agreed on Snow White. (laughs) Poor girl. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: So I have Aurora, Snow White, Cinderella, Pocahontas, Ariel, Belle, Tiana, Jasmine, Rapunzel, Merida, and Mulan, so my top six I think are I think our our top six in general are drastically different, yeah Mm-hmm. uh so mel let let's start with you. Why did you put your top three in those spots?
2: Well, these three have proven that they could do something without a fairy godmother or a prince. And they've done it by themselves. Um, Mulan is my first pick because she ch- she saves China and she cross-dressed. She didn't care. She went after whatever she wanted to do to protect her dad, and she ended up saving everybody. That's awesome. Tiana was number two because she she's what a lot of us a lot of us are. We you know I related to her because as a maker. You have to hustle every day to reach what you wanna you know what you wanna reach, and that's her thing. She has been working every day she saves all her pennies you know to get that restaurant and Rapunzel, I love Rapunzel she's number three because she could do everything and she's got magical hair, but <laughs> she could paint, she could sing she could. You name it, she could probably do every hobby possible without any assistance. I mean, that's awesome. And then she decides on herself, you know, I'm going to leave this place. <laughs> Forget my mom. <laughs> and then she fights her back. You know, that's awesome. So to me, those are the three that I could relate to that I thought were my top three.
0: VJ, huh. where was uh, Punzi for you?
1: She was uh, fifth.
0: She was fifth. She was my number three as well. Why did you put her so low? I mean, yeah. I guess she, she's yeah, the halfway she, I mean, point, right? That's not low. But. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's top five. <laughs> well, it's good. Um, like, like Mel said, she has all those attributes. But I don't know, the four ahead of her, I thought, because I have Ariel and Merida and Mulan. And only, I kind of ranked them on, like, the villains they had to take on. Not just you know, like her, her mom. Which I mean, a lot of people could say, "Oh, my stepmom's quite the villain," but <laughs> yeah, she's quite the witch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's how I base it. I was just like, "Like you're number one." She fought for China, like she, like Mulan, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's why Rapunzel went to fifth for me. Like I I did see. It was kind of a battle with, like, uh, 5, 4, and 3, but mm-hmm. yeah, Rapunzel got 5th for me.
0: Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I put Rapunzel in the number 3 spot primarily because, uh, to me, even though she was locked up in the tower, like you said, she knew how to do a lot of things. But it's so odd to me that Rapunzel uh, it, it seems to be a little more street smart. <laughs> than somebody that's actually on the street. And I mm-hmm. struggled with this slot because Jasmine is my number four, right? But I think Jasmine is super street smart, which is why I put her so high. You know, she kind of saw through through Jafar. She kind of knew like, well, this dude kind of looks like Aladdin, this Prince Ali guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Do you trust me?
0: Yeah. (laughs) All of a sudden, oh my God, the eyes are opened. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And Tiana, uh, I totally understand the whole hustle thing, right? I think all of us as creatives, no matter what we're doing with music or with art or, you know, what we're doing here with the podcast, it's, there is a whole hustle aspect to it, right? And so I think as creatives, we can all really relate to her. Uh, I put Tiana in my number five spot. That's interesting. (laughs) When I ranked them, I looked at them from the standpoint of how much did they really have to do in the movie to get what they (laughs) wanted? It wasn't about the villain that they face, but more about how much did they really have to do? And I know that some people might argue with me on that one, but that's kind of how I ranked them. Vijay, your top three. Again, remind us who they are and then why you placed them in those
1: spots. So Jasmine was my number 3 um because she is street smart. She has a freaking tiger. So if you can, <laughs> like come on man. You have a tiger. <laughs> and if anything she can default to doing magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and under pressure when Aladdin was battling Jafar like she she kind of she played along. She knew what was going on um because when she had to kiss Jafar like try to act all, you know. Like she wasn't doing this. She, like even Aladdin was like, Ugh. you know, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, 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 so, yeah, yeah. She's helping us out. Forgot, you know. Like she went above and beyond to yeah. like help Aladdin. So that was that's why she was number three, I admin, mean, You know, to battle Jafar. I mean, Jafar is one of the baddest villains in Disney. You know, in my eyes, number two, I had Merida just because she kind of has that same thing that Rapunzel had to go through with the whole, you know, pleasing her mother, you know, and having to, she's, I mean, she wanted to free herself. She wanted to fight for her own hand, you know, Um, and being a better archer than Hawkeye, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) And Mordu, like, dude. And makes more appearances than Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) But battling Mordu, like, oh, wow, that... Mardu's scary. I was like I wouldn't go in there. Nope, not me. Yeah. <laughs> she was able to uh, face her fear and go in and um Mulan was number 1 cuz she's the best cosplayer. She's <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> um but yeah, fighting for China and she I mean she has a dragon too. I mean, that's a cool sidekick. But yeah, just everything she had to go through from her character arc in that in that movie. I mean, you just you couldn't I don't know who could top Mulan. As the baddest Disney princess or the coolest or, you know, most like everything like she she would beat Shuri in my eyes as far as a hero (laughs) in real life. I mean, dude, I mean, she's got swords. (laughs) Exactly. You know, you have all that tech, but. mm. (laughs)
0: Well, if they had to fight in real life and you had to put the weapons down, Mulan would totally win. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, she's had the battle experience. She had the training that the rest of the army had. Mm -hmm. So in regular battle, Mulan would totally whip Shuri. I I think people (laughs) would agree with that. Yeah, that's a a good top three, man. That's a good top three. So mine, uh, very similar to the two of you. Uh, So my number three is Rapunzel the only reason I ended up putting Rapunzel in three instead of Jasmine, why Jasmine became four is because I feel that, even though Jasmine uh, had the security of the palace gates, she was very aware of the outside world. And she kind of understood that there was, you know, poorer people on the outside of the castle walls. So she she kind of saw that when she snuck out of the palace mm-hmm. and she would kind of walk the marketplace and stuff. So she already had an understanding of like stuff goes down here, right? Like I need to yeah. be careful. I need to conceal that I'm a princess. So she kind of gained that street smarts from going out uh, of the castle. Rapunzel, on the other hand, kind of gained all of that on instinct, I feel like. Because uh, to grab a frying pan and start hitting and start convincing all these people (laughs) in the pub, like you don't learn to do that unless you have a really good instinct for something like that. And especially having been trapped in the tower for so long there's no way that she could have gained those skills just from arguing or talking to her mom. You know what I mean? So right. yeah, that was primarily the reason why I put Punzi above Jasmine. Uh, Merida, I gave her the number two spot because for me, a hero, isn't just a person that uh, like wins a battle, right? But it's a person that does the right thing for the right reasons. And Yes, I understand that it was her wish that turned her mom into the bear and everything. (laughs) But Merida went on a quest to essentially save her mom. She went to correct a mistake that she did. She went out for redemption, right? And I think part of being a hero is going on that redemption journey to make sure that you right any wrongs and you learn from your mistakes. And that's why I gave Merida the number two spot. Yeah. Mulan, pretty much exactly for the same reasons that you guys mentioned, I mean she saved the country. We can't stop saying that enough. She saved a country, right? And she did it under the circumstances that she was seen as one of the weakest. She wasn't seen like she was going to be, you know, much of a fighter. She proved everybody wrong. And she did it not only by fighting, but by outsmarting. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else that she was fighting against. So uh, Mulan, just you guys are completely correct. Uh, she deserves that top spot for that and much more. Uh, the other princesses, they fell, you know, short. I think we all had different reasons. Like, let me ask you guys a question. Where where did you guys land on, let's choose my favorite Disney princess, just for the sake of argument. Mel, where did you put Belle? Uh, she's on number six. Number six. And what about you, yeah. VJ? Where did you put Belle?
1: She ranked in at number eight for me.
0: Okay. I ranked her at six, two. Why was she so low for you, Vijay?
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you, it was a toss-up with so many different things, you know? Uh, for Belle, she was book smart. She just kind of, I, I don't know. If it was weird for me to rank her at so low because, to me, she just was just, she just read all the time. And she f- kind of fell in love with the Beast so f- easily. I love Belle, but I don't think her character arc was so great in her in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, at least. And that's why I was like, oh, okay, she had to be told, like, be our guest. And, you know, like, hey, this is this. And she, she it, it took her a long time just to finally realize, like, the Beast actually loved her. You know? When she's like, okay, I'm going to go to my dad later. Pew! Never came Mm -hmm. back, you know? And then had to be like, oh, the beast is in trouble. Now I'll go back. I don't know. It just, that's why her whole character arc was just okay for me with this list, I should say, from being like to Milan, you know? Like comparing her to Milan, like Milan had to go through a lot of character development and everything to be at number one. And for Belle, she's just like, oh, okay. I felt like everybody kind of pushed her in that direction.
0: Interesting. Okay. Mel, why'd you put her in number six? Um,
2: I put her in number six because I want to say there was a reason that each princess before her... Like, Mulan had so many reasons. And then the next person had this many reasons. And then so forth. Oh, okay. She was actually lower on my list. And then I kind of started thinking, okay, what did this person do that's different than what this person did? And eventually she climbed up. But my top five are kind of hard to move around. So she just got the sixth spot from there. Oh,
0: got it, got it, got it. I put Belle in the number six spot primarily over Ariel because Ariel's my number seven, right? Mm -hmm. But people will argue like, oh, well, Ursula was a much worse villain than the Beast was because really the villain was Gaston and blah, blah, blah. But... The reason I put Belle over Ariel was because of selfishness. Like, (laughs) Ariel got herself in that situation because she wanted to leave the ocean, right? She put Mm -hmm. herself in that situation. Belle basically said, let my father go. Take me instead. So she basically stared the beast in the face and said, bring it, right? Let my dad go. And because of that, I felt that she was selfless and she deserved a higher spot. Now, everyone that's else... One. That's good reason. Just like you said, everybody else was kind of process of elimination. Like, how much did they influence? Like, who did they fight and everything? So, it was tough to do the other ones. But that's the reason. Why, like, I, honestly, I would have put Pocahontas way lower. Like, you talk to a tree, right? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to do what you got to do. Nature. But, but, like, Cinderella, she was so low for me because... I mean, she really didn't do anything. She needed her fairy godmother. I mean, Lynette's gonna hate me for saying this because that's her favorite movie. But she needed her fairy godmother to get her out of that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Snow White. Yep. Snow White. I almost wanted to put higher on the list, only because she, like, she knew other stuff to do. Like, she was able to take care of herself. Like, she was able to cook. She was able to clean. And even though she wasn't in her home. she kind of was able to make do with the fact, like, hey, let me sleep here. I'll cook and clean for you guys. Like, I will hook you up. (laughs) You know what I mean? So Yeah. It's a tough list. I was going to say, it's funny you mention it like that,
2: because I have Cinderella on eight, and I have Ariel at nine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why'd you put her so low? Ariel, because... On a whim, she just decided I'm gonna do this for a guy
1: Uh, that she doesn't know, and no, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Huh? A lot of them did. Like Meredith, yeah. Uh, No, no, not the top ones, but I'm just saying like the classic ones, like Aurora. Oh, I know you. Once upon a dream. Oh, okay, I'm in love.
2: Well, look where Aurora is on my on all our lists, though. But I'm just saying,
1: like (laughs) Ariel. To me, Ariel, because she's fourth. And I was kind of biased because she is my favorite princess. Um, But she owned up to her mistake. Like she, at the last thing with uh, Ursula, you know, she had to go and fight a battle in the ocean, you know. And she lost her love with Eric. And then she's like, oh, I'm never, at least I got to love, you know, just for a little bit. And then Triton was like, hey, here's some legs, you know. But she was ready to you know, sacrifice herself for Eric, you know? And oh, the- dude, I just remember that scene. How much I'm going to yeah, miss but her. she, like, when she saw what was
2: happening, she couldn't fight there and then. Like, when she had seen Vanessa. Right. On at Eric's, at Eric's side, you know, go fight for your guy if you wanted to, you know, be with him. I know. but No, she just ran away and started crying. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> i mean to me it could have been like hey you could have just wrote your name out for eric like you yeah, were able that to was sign the, weird the freaking... thing
0: like you give up your <laughs> voice for these legs like you're giving up so much like the one thing that was supposed to make you the most special because right. you love this guy but then you see him with this other woman you're like oh, okay I, i'm just gonna stand around i'm not gonna do anything i mean but how many
1: girls and how many guys actually do that in this day and age not me yeah maybe okay maybe your exception to the rule but i know so many people that will cry over some dude or girl and i'm like did you actually talk to them and make sure that hey i am dating that person no i saw it on their social media uh okay <laughs> fast they forward changed their status. Oh, you know that was his cousin <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> And then they let out attacks and then, you know, like, oh I can't believe you did this to me and anyway, I watch too much reality TV. So Sorry. What did
0: you I mean, what exactly did you say? Uh, you know, the the most obvious thing. Smiley face emoji, hand hand, two people kissing.
2: So the reason why Cinderella is just one step higher than Ariel is because at least she's she takes so much from everybody But she works through it. She keeps going. Yes, she has a fairy godmother, but at least she, you know, she keeps going at it. Yeah. It's a story of
1: perseverance, right? Are we talking about live action Cinderella or animation Cinderella? No, animated. Oh, no,
2: (laughs) animation.
1: Yeah. I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Well, I would love to hear what everybody else's rankings are. Uh, If you guys. Have a ranking for the original Disney princesses or the 11 that Disney officially recognizes as Disney princesses. Leave us a comment or shoot us a message. We'd love to see how you guys kind of rank them. And if you want to send us a message and tell us why you rank them, that would be cool to hear. We could share it in an upcoming episode. Uh, on the same topic, you know, the Screen Rant article included a handful of non-official Disney princesses and one queen for some weird reason. Uh, we we wanted to share who we thought, who should be the next Disney princess? Because Disney has officially reached the point, at least for now, where they're not really adding any more princesses to the official princess line, and you know, you could argue why, you know, whether it's a marketing thing, whether, you know, who who knows why they decided to stop there. But uh, there are several people that we feel should be next in line to be crowned officially a Disney princess. Uh, Mel, let's start with you. Who are the three that you think should be official Disney princesses and why?
2: All right. So my top three, uh, Moana, Elena of Avalor and Cusco. Oh. I'm just kidding.
0: I was like, "What?" <laughs> i was like, "That's an interesting choice
2: that you <laughs> No. Um actually, my third would actually be Anna. Really interesting. She's a cash cow? So why not?
0: <laughs> interesting. Okay. <laughs> how, how was she a cash? Cow? Well, let's Before we get into that full discussion, (laughs) Vijay, what were your top three?
1: Um, (laughs) Sorry, that threw me for a loop. Um, (laughs) I would say Megra would be number three. Shuri would be number two. And I was going to say Princess Leia, but I was like, nah, Moana. Moana's my number one. Okay. Uh,
0: My three would be, and this is from three to one. It's Shuri, Elena, and Moana. Okay, so back to this cash cow comment. You know, you laughed at it, VJ, but honestly, I think that that's the reason why she's not a Disney princess.
1: Really? Because yeah. she's not a cash
0: cow? No, no, because she is a cash cow along with Elsa. Think about it.
1: So you have to have them together?
0: Yeah, they come as a package, oh, right? Oh, I because didn't think about that. the entire film was about being sisters, the sisterhood, and how it strengthened their bond. It wasn't about a man like it has been in the other Disney movies. It was about mm-hmm. the love of family. If you, if you separate Anna into the princess line, she falls into the background of the other Disney princesses that came before her. So she wouldn't be at the front of the line anymore with Elsa. She'd be... In the line with Cinderella, who is arguably the most recognized Disney princess in the entire line, aside from Snow White, Ariel. You know what I mean? Right. So, I I honestly think that because she's a cash cow along with her sister, that's why she's not a
1: Disney princess. Hmm, huh. that's a good theory.
0: That yeah. that does make sense.
2: I'm just surprised that it just I couldn't figure out why she wasn't a part of it because how big they are but
0: yeah now that i say they duh it makes sense elsa quite honestly because she's a queen it's in the name she's queen (laughs) elsa yeah she's not princess elsa she's a queen i know i'm getting a little riled up but that's why that i mean she's she's a no-go she's a queen already you can't be a disney princess
1: if you're a queen or can she be the only disney queen and then the rest are princesses
0: yeah okay minnie's gonna be like uh really (laughs) right my crown lady (laughs)
1: Oh, it's clean so. mini. Okay, my bad.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm sure she would argue for that. Uh who was your number two, VJ? Uh, Shuri. Oh, Shuri. Okay, because I think Mel and I both had Elena as mm-hmm. our number two, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Elena See, was Elena was gonna be one of mine. I was thinking about her. I'm like, dude, she has Jaguars that fly, so I know. <laughs> and it's as close as we're gonna get to Coco with the Alabrijes. So Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: I think for me, uh, I I don't know if this was the case for you. Um, there was there was two things that really put Elena and Moana at the top for me. One of them had to do with the fact that Elena's the first Hispanic princess. Also, that Moana is the first Polynesian princess. Yep. But the reason I put Moana over Elena was because she fought Tafiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, like she yeah. went up. Against the elements and won. Fighting people is one thing. But when you're fighting (laughs) Mother Nature, you don't know what's going to happen. Right.
2: And then she also went against her dad's wishes, just like Mulan did. Yeah. And what did she do? She ended up saving the, the island and everybody and their livelihood and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think that she's not a Disney princess because the story is so similar to Mulan's?
1: Mm, no, I think I think no. she will become a Disney princess. I mean, look at yeah. Pocahontas; She's the chief's daughter also. And she's uh-huh. a princess.
0: Yeah. Mulan's
2: not a princess technically either.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, they're the only two. I mean, there's
0: only, what, like four that really came from a royal bloodline. Like the other ones either married into royalty or are just claimed to be Disney princesses. Like Pocahontas and Mulan, right? Because they were kind of granted that status because of what they did. But I, I, Moana falls into the same into the same category as Mulan. Like you said, she's yeah. just the, the chief's daughter. But, I mean, she did so much. She's so BA. I mean, she, she did so much. She fought an island. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you can't not be at and the you know top what? of the
2: list. She didn't end up with a guy at the end. Right.
0: Right. She and... had
2: her chicken, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she had to babysit. <laughs> true. But you could also say the fact that she had to kind of babysit Maui through the whole thing, too. Yes. So, also. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> you had Shuri uh, higher up, and we I had Shuri as my number three. Why'd you pick Shuri for that top spot?
1: For me? Are you talking about me? Yeah. No, Moana was number one for me. Oh no no! Shuri. For
0: your number two spot, like that oh, uh, into that spot, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, because like everybody else, I'm not just to put it out there. I'm not a Shuri hater. I love Shuri. I think she's she's very cool. She's smarter than Tony. She has all the cool tech and everything. But and I mean, she's actually an actual princess of Wakanda. So and she's with Disney. <laughs> yeah, she's cool.
0: What do you guys think of the argument that? people make for, let's say, Princess Leia, Shuri, Anastasia, do you think they'll ever be considered real, real Disney princesses? Or because they weren't creations of the actual Disney company, they'll be kind of honorable mentions?
2: I honestly think Leia's on a whole different pedestal. Um, I think the love for her and even the merch is like, Way up here. While you have the princesses, but I think Leia's way up here. Um, Sherry, I would love to see that. And uh, who did you just mention? (laughs) Anastasia. Anastasia. Okay. This is the one I'm kind of like, eh. Until everything's finalized with Fox, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon that she's a princess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Once that's finalized, I'm pretty sure they may do something. But... I don't know how they would just throw her in the. <laughs> yeah, it's, really strange,
0: right? it's, <laughs> yeah, it's really strange, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. BJ, what do you think?
1: Um, I I don't think they would ever be princesses. I mean, it'd be cool. I mean, Shuri would be because she's Disney and she's a princess. Um, but with the whole like Mel was saying with the whole Fox deal, don't know about that. With Princess Leia, she's. In a galaxy far, far away, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's... <laughs> that perfect. That's, uh, she's untouchable, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, because if we were really going to be saying something, I would say Giselle is the one that sh- really should be because she is Disney, but she's live action. That's the, that's the only right. thing that throws it off is just the live action.
0: I mean, she's temporarily yeah. animated.
1: Yeah, but for the most part, I mean, okay, yeah. fine. Then why, is, why isn't she <clears throat> considered a Disney princess?
0: You want to you wanna know a, a trivia fact about that?
1: What? Yeah. So
0: Giselle was actually originally going to be a Disney princess. Like Disney officially really? considered it because, you know, they were going to add her to the line. But then they had this idea that thought, oh, wait, if we make Giselle a Disney princess, we have to continue paying Amy Adams royalties for that. So based really? on the fact that they didn't want to keep paying oh. Amy Adams is why they never made Giselle uh, a princess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm surprised she didn't wow. the <laughs> Everything
0: that I've read regarding why Giselle's not a princess leads to that same. I mean, if I'm wrong, please somebody let me know if you guys have other information. But as far as I know, everything that I've read about that says that essentially Disney didn't want to pay Amy Adams royalties.
1: Really? That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy, right? They would have to, really, if they made her like mm-hmm. Giselle. Wouldn't the character... But just because she plays that character?
0: Because she plays a character.
1: Because she's a live action princess. She's not animated. So, and couldn't we say that's the Shuri, same reason for everybody else, like Princess Leia and Shuri and everybody else were saying that's live action? Besides maybe, like Moana?
0: If that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. Again, this is just what I've read so far. And because I've you know, taken it's it. on the internet. So that's why I'm taking it as fact. <laughs> it, is, it is written in stone <laughs> because it's on the internet. I read it. It was on Reddit. Okay. That's how I know it's real. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? With, because when you think about all the Disney princesses, we remember them and we honor them in the state that we last saw them, right? Mulan, mm-hmm. we, we kind of honor as a fighter, as you know, this, um, basically a beast in battle. That's what she is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, everyone else kind of the same uh, as well. But Princess Leia is now General Organa. And who are we going to honor? Are we honoring Princess Leia or the last instance that we saw of Princess Leia? Are we honoring General Organa? And in that case, she's not a Disney princess anymore. She's a general. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's not a princess anymore. Like, she graduated long before that. And then Shuri is kind of on the same boat, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen in Avengers 4. We don't know what's going to happen in Black Panther 2. She might be queen of Wakanda by that time. Right, so she's no longer a princess, (laughs) which would be awesome, but she wouldn't be a princess anymore. So yeah, uh, it's just so weird. Like the storyline, like Elena is maybe the only one uh, on my list, I think, uh, other than Moana. That I mean, she's got the title. They made a big deal out of, "Hey, meet the newest prince." But you know what's crazy? In all of the marketing, they made it a point. Never to say, meet the newest Disney princess. They always said it, meet Disney's newest princess, Elena of Avalor. Mm-hmm. Just those couple of changes in the way that they phrased it, never labeled her a Disney princess. They labeled her Disney's newest princess. So oh. I don't know. I know. it's It tripped me out, too. So... I don't know if eventually she will be one, but because she doesn't have a movie, you know, it's the whole superhero conversation again. Right. Right. She's she's a cartoon, just regular animated series. But I mean, what's her impact been? I think that's what they would ask next. Like, what has the impact been? Well,
2: she's in Viva Navidad, and
0: she's a face character. But it's DCA. It's not California event. I mean, it's not Disneyland.
2: (laughs) I know. I know. But (laughs) she
0: fits in DCA. Yeah, she does. She does. So why not? But I could totally see her at the Princess Fantasy Fair, too, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's
0: very regal. You know, she's very poised. I could totally see her in the Princess Fantasy Fair. I would love to see
2: her there. I mean
0: let's add
2: why not
1: can we talk about mm-hmm. megara though
2: she ain't a princess
1: she is a princess
2: no she's not yeah, she
1: is you know she's the daughter of a king
0: yeah technically what? she's she she is. the daughter
1: of uh king creon i believe it was um i i don't know i love megara like she's
2: no she's awesome she is she's she's gosh disney needs a line of all the other females that do awesome stuff that aren't princesses, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but it, it's funny to me because she, hers is more like real life, you know, because yeah, she loved the, she lost the love of her life, sold her soul to Hades to bring him back to life. He comes You're back, right. yeah. leaves her, and then she's like, nope, not trusting a guy anymore. And then until Hercules comes around, I'm like, man, she's like, like that's real life, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, she is she is a daughter of a king. And she's just like, her personality, she's quick-witted. She's, I don't know, she's she's BA to me. I wish she was a Disney princess. Hmm. But anyway, I was just going to throw that out there because we didn't talk about her.
0: No, that's good, yeah. Because she didn't make my list at all. Mel's reaction just kind of sums up how I, I, I want to say how I felt about her. But I guess really what I should say is how I didn't feel about her because I didn't see her as a Disney princess either, mainly because I haven't really connected with that movie, and I haven't really really like, seen it Hercules in such a long fan? time. Uh, not to the extent that other people are like zero to hero and like you know <laughs> singing like the songs all over the place. No, I love the music. I love the music from that from that mm-hmm. film, but I've probably heard the music from that film ten times over than I've seen the movie. Uh, okay. <laughs> like I enjoy the music way more than I enjoyed the the movie. Let me put it that way. Yeah,
1: I I um, love her character the... arc oh. in in that movie too. I was like, wow, this she's actually uh gone through a lot, you know. And yeah, you don't really hear that in the background of a Disney or princesses in movies, you know. Like she actually yeah. lost the love of her life and was like, okay, yeah, uh, he's back and he's gone.
2: <laughs> okay. I did have a um honorable mention. I. Have so much love for Kida from Atlantis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause her story is very, very similar to Pocahontas. Pocahontas meets, I want to say, not Mulan, maybe Moana. I mean, to the point where she sacrificed herself to save everybody. Um, in that final, like towards the end. I mean, I think she's really cool. Yeah, for being a one hundred year old lady.
0: Yeah. Plus, Atlantis is such an underrated film. So good. It is. I love it. <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: That and Treasure Planet, I feel, don't get the credit they deserve.
2: Uh, I've never should, seen the movie. You should
0: go do that. If you haven't seen Atlantis <laughs> or Treasure Planet, go watch them. And I Meet the will, Robinsons. I will. Go watch that movie, too. That's a <laughs> oh, great movie, I love movie Meet the Robinsons. That was such
1: so a good, good. movie. <laughs> so good.
0: Well, I think that's where our conversation is going to end for now. Uh, I think if we could get a quick recap, I'd love to hear where Gavin and AJ fall on this, you know, argument as well. So uh, I'd love to hear their lists. You know, in an upcoming episode. And same goes for all of you guys. Let's start a conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And just let us know where you guys stand. Who would you make the next three Disney princesses? Or if you agree or disagree with anything that we said and why, just, you know, leave us a message. Let's start a conversation about this. And let's see if we can determine who the next three should actually be.
2: Oh, that'd be cool. Imagine we take, like, the tallies and then we figure out from there, like, have a vote. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
0: You hear that, Gavin?
1: I think we need a bracket. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: dude, seriously. A a princess bracket. And then because Disney listens, I'll just text Bobby and be like, dude, listen to 207. We're going to give you your next cash cow. (laughs) (laughs) But you got to treat
1: her like one. Real quick, though, if you could put that the honorable mention that the three we were just talking about, if they were considered um disney princesses where would you rank them against your top three of the official disney princesses would it change
2: Ooh, good oh good question that would change because
1: moana and mulan would be like my one and two i oh,
0: and yeah. honestly i would probably put moana over mulan yeah really yeah
1: i mean yeah she does yeah that's what i was thinking i was like it's a tough one i mean you can't go wrong with whichever one you pick but that's, yeah, that's Oh, I'm
0: sure somebody will say that you can. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like I'll stick to my Pacific Islander and I'll say Moana. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think this is going to be a great conversation. Uh, again, I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say. Hopefully we get a list from Gavin and AJ in an upcoming episode as well. So leave us a comment and we'll leave the conversation there until we can revisit it again. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, anything else that you guys want to mention before we close up this episode?
1: Yes. Send us those questions. I want to yes. do that Q&A pod. That would, that would be a great one.
0: That I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I think it will be fun, too um yeah again if you guys want to send us any questions for that episode we don't know when it's going to be we just want to make sure that we have a good amount of questions to answer in the episode but again you can send an email to comments at podcuteers.com leave us a comment on facebook instagram or twitter and if you don't want everybody to see it just send us a dm you know we'll get it don't worry we'll see it and then we can just pull it and then uh, put it in our document so we have the question ready to go uh yeah I think that's going to be a fun episode. But if there's nothing else, before we close up shop, I just want to remind you guys that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners, our podcast fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. And if you would like a little more information on how you can become a member of the FGP squad, head on over to podcateers.com FGP. And if you make a minimum contribution of at least $5 a month, you will also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. If you shop on Amazon, Another great way to help us out is by starting that next purchase by going to podcasteers.com/ Amazon. On that page, you're going to find a big Amazon button, which I thought about making smaller, but at this point, so many episodes talk about how big that button is that it would just be foolish of me to change the size of that button. So it's a big Amazon button. You should Click make it on bigger. It. <laughs> I should make it bigger, right? Make <laughs> it the whole page. The whole
2: screen. There you yeah. go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Click on the button and it'll take you to Amazon using our special link. And anything that you buy may earn us a small commission as a thank you for your support. Uh, it takes a few extra clicks, but the few extra pennies at the end of the month definitely help us out with uh, podcasting fees and all that other good stuff. So to everyone that's using the link, thank you, guys. We really appreciate that added support as well. If you guys want to find us, just search for Podketeers. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash Make sure that you also subscribe to the Disney for two YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Disney for two. Hit the like button on some of those videos, share them with your friends, hit that bell icon for notifications. If you guys are trying to find our personal social links, you can head on over to podcuteers.com slash team. There you will find a little bit of info on us, like our favorite characters, all of our personal websites, Etsy shops, uh, everything. Just head on over, learn a little bit about us, and tell us if we match up with any of your favorite characters. And that's it, guys. It is beer time for me. You guys don't know, but you thought <laughs> I forgot. I've been counting down. It's beer time for me. And dinner time, <laughs> technically. But <laughs> I really want to
2: try that beer. Oh, it's so good.
0: And if it is truly the last one, oh, geez, I have to buy more. Oh, that's no. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got to get more. <laughs> Drink responsibly, kids. 21 and over. All right. So Please. that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Until next week, here is to beer, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Good night. Bye.